This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 28 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today I have the pleasure to introduce Robert Morlot. Now, Robert is the managing partner of Clearwater Business Advisors. And if there was ever a time where businesses could use some advice, now is the time. And you'll find out more as we get talking, I'm sure. But Robert, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Charlie. I appreciate the invitation and look forward to our conversation. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into it because I've teased the audience a bit here. And uh, so let's start with, tell us what Clearwater Business Business Advisors is all about. Uh, Well, as the name implies, we are trusted business advisors and general management consultants. Um, We work with uh, small businesses and mid-sized businesses, including startups, I might add. And we provide services in finance, corporate governance, organization effectiveness, and and certainly sales and marketing. Uh, We've got uh, three partners, myself included, and we have a number of associates spread out in various places around the U.S. Wow. Wow. So uh, do you have a particular focus or all 50 states or certain regions? Well, uh, we have a client base that stretches from... uh, LA to New York, uh, which presents certain problems to us. But anyway, we've had a national presence uh, for for a couple of years since we started. Um, And essentially, uh, we tried to uh, uh, cover a lot of industries. We have experience in in a bunch, but uh, uh, we work in a lot of different industries. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. And how did you get into this type of business? Well, uh, I've been in it for, I don't know, 35 plus years. And um, as it stands between myself and my two partners, we have probably over 100 years of experience in the consulting business. And some of us have worked with very large international organizations and some of us have worked with uh, small boutique organizations. But uh, uh, we've been successful over the years in our careers. And uh, a couple of years ago, we got together and formed our own firm. So uh, it's uh, kind of more of the same, but we enjoy doing it for ourselves now. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's your passion. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So so we are now in the midst of hopefully tail end of the COVID pandemic. And as uh, you and I spoke prior to the recording, Robert, uh, you had mentioned that there are a lot of businesses out there hurting, and uh, I certainly we. Barb and myself, uh, we work with probably a couple dozen businesses on a daily basis. So there's a lot of pain out there. Any advice that you have for a small business owner? Well, uh, I guess in the time of adversity, it's it's kind of always good to take stock. Uh, and uh, there is no doubt that businesses will change given the current circumstances, at least for a little while. And uh, I think uh, having a a trusted advisor to to talk about those changes and how they might work and uh, how they can better uh, get your business up and running, I think is really important. But I think the key here, and it's something that we we pride ourselves on, is uh, is being trusted by our clients. Uh, it's one thing to be a, a really sharp consultant, and I'm sure you've heard a million jokes about consultants. <laughs> it's really important to be trusted by your clients and, and so that they know that you're going to do right by them and it's all about them and not necessarily about you, the consultant. So I think in this time of, of uh, 
uh, upheaval and uncertainty, um, having a trusted advisor is pretty good, I think. And I think that's what uh, we try to do with our clients. Yeah, I, I can imagine. It's like being lost in the woods if you have someone who uh, has been there before and, and knows where the path is for mm -hmm. the relief that must be uh, to allow business owners to at least mentally get through this. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. How about myths in your industry? You, you made the joke about, you know, the jokes about consultants. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what myths are out there if you were to pick one? Uh, and uh, dispel it for our listeners. Well, I, I, I guess the myths, at least the ones that I've heard, uh, is that consultants tend to be, you know, pretty cold and calculating technocrats. And, uh, um, you know, it's uh, get in, get out, um, you know, get your invoice in. And I think most of the consultants that I know, and certainly the consultants that work with us and for us, um, they're very caring people. Um, they, they care about what they do. They care about integrity. They care about doing things the right way. And they always have the best interests of their client in mind, uh, sometimes to their own detriment. So I, I think the myth of, of the gold calculating gunslinger from New York City, and trust me, I used to be one, um, is, is a myth. And I think there are a lot of really great consultants out there who, who take pride in what they do and, and uh, uh, really uh, love their clients uh, in mm. a way that you wouldn't expect. Wow. wow. And I would imagine, you know, at least from, from where I sit, there's probably a um, small business owner, or you mentioned you work with startups. There's probably a, a sense from a lot of business owners that, oh, I'm not big enough for a consultant. Do you hear that a lot? Yeah. And, and I think, you know, when people think about consultants, you might think about Accenture or Deloitte or McKinsey. I mean, just go down the list of the, of the brand names. And for a lot of small businesses who need expertise, those firms are kind of out of the, they're out of the picture. They're not, they're not going to work with you because you're too small. But one of the things that we thought about when we started our firm is, is all of us have worked with those big firms or for those big firms. And so we bring the same kind of expertise to small businesses at a price that is affordable. I mean, no small business is going to pay $6 million for a McKinsey report, but they could hire us to do that. Uh, we've got the same experience um, and we can provide this, that kind of expertise, but we're accessible. And one of the things that, that we thought about as uh, uh, the three of us moved down here to Southwest Florida um, is having a national practice was pretty much a hardship for us. You know, getting on an airplane is uh, not the best occupation they have recently. <laughs> so we decided to focus on local businesses. And, and you know, before the, uh, uh, the COVID-19 hit us, uh, Southwest Florida it, it was just booming. And I think it'll boom again. So there are a lot of businesses down here. Um, who are in growth mode, uh, who need help to grow and, and to, to do the kinds of things that they want to do in the marketplace. And so for us, focusing on Southwest Florida was really kind of a, a revelation. And what we found, um, that there's a lot of gold here to be mined and with small businesses. And um, I think the economic activity and velocity down here is in our favor. So uh, we're happy to... Uh, to spread our wings and include small businesses down here in South Florida. That's awesome. Yeah, you're right. There are, uh, as I said, we work with dozens uh, 
every single day and uh, can certainly use your services. So I, mm-hmm. I'm thrilled you made time to uh, be on the show here. So how about when you're not a consultant? What are you doing for fun? Well, um, I, I think that when I when I think about myself and my other my other partners, we're we're kind of an eclectic group. Um, <laughs> personally, I I was a, a a college athlete and and a semi pro athlete when I finished college. So I, I, when I'm not working in the office my, down here in my home, I'm usually in the pool or at the gym. Um, working out, uh, kind of my competitive nature, and if I'm not doing that, I'm I'm reading stories to my grandchildren. So it's a it's a pretty uh, uh, some would say pretty dull life, but uh, it works for me, and I and uh, I appreciate the time and and the opportunity to kind of kick back and do what I love and and do it in a way that's uh, that's not that's not uh, harmful to my health. So yeah, yeah, it's a beauty of living. Yeah. Down here, boy, you have uh, all kinds of opportunities to be uh, active. What was your sport? Uh, I was an all-American swimmer in college, and I also played lacrosse. And I played semi-pro lacrosse uh, in New York City back in the early '70s. Um, took a lot of lumps, and uh, uh, was fun. But you know, past the age of of 32, you don't want to keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and did you have? The same equipment back then that they have nowadays? Or was uh, it- no, I played with a with a wooden stick that was made on a uh, Onondaga <laughs> reservation in upstate New York. Uh, I must have broken at least a half a dozen of them. Oh, uh, nowadays, everybody's got plastic. So, yeah. yeah. No helmet? Yeah, we had helmets then, and they were yeah. plastic helmets. So. Um, and and big arm pads and shoulder pads, so we were we were pretty decked out. And I must say that the sport back then in the in the seventies was a lot more physical than it is today. Yeah, and, uh, um, I can remember lots of bumps and bruises from my days. I'll bet, and maybe a few yeah. breaks. Oh, that's that's very very cool. Um, so how about Speaking of bumps and bruises, uh, let's sure. talk about hardships. I mean, they, they define us. Uh, we have them in business. We have them in personal lives. Uh, uh, but oftentimes we look back and they get us to where we are today, which is hopefully in a, in a very, yeah. very good place. I mean, if you were, again, to, to pick one that comes to mind that you could share with our well, listeners, what comes to mind? I guess it's something that we work through. And as as if you, if people listen carefully, they'll they're going to get to the point where they say these must be three old guys with a hundred years of experience, right? And and to be sure, we're all in our late sixties and 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 plus. And I think the 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 great um, dirty little secret is that a lot of businesses look at youth as the answer. And in our business, um, uh, no senior executive wants to consult with a thirty-three-year-old millennial. Uh, they just don't have enough knowledge or experience. And so um, although, you know, there is a certain amount of ageism in the marketplace, um, dispelling that with people who really know what to do and know how to do it um, is, is really something that, that we had to overcome. And particularly as a startup organization, I mean, you typically you think of a startup being, you know, a couple of 26 year olds in somebody's garage you know, putting circuit boards together. And, and uh, that's not us. We started our business um, after having careers. And, um, and, and so it's, it, when we say we're a startup, 
um, but we're all in our late 60s. It's it's like a double take. What do, you, what do you mean you're in your late 60s and you're starting a business? Um, and, and funny enough, there's a trend to that. You know, uh, yeah. I hear from people all over the, the country and have done a lot of interviews uh, with uh, with networks and things like that. And, and uh, uh, it's kind of the, the, the coming thing is is older people starting businesses and continuing to be active in the marketplace. So um, I think that's one of the things that we thought about that we would have to overcome. But I, I, I think we've done it pretty well. And I think there is a uh, uh, kind of a movement down to look at elder people as resources and not people who sit in rocking chairs uh, uh, cashing the Social Security checks. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we've done pretty well that way. Yeah, good for you. I, I'm uh, I'm with you, and it's the advantage you have of, of staying active. I mean, you age is one thing, but you know your 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 feel, your energy level uh, is probably a whole other ball game. You know, it's like subtract thirty years from your birth age, uh, and that's what's important. You know, mentally, physically. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. So. We could wave the magic wand and and implant in the minds of uh, your well our listeners for now. Uh, what would that thought be about your company, Clearwater Business Advisors? What would you want them to to know about you guys yeah. if they didn't know? Well, I would want them to know that we are extremely competent in, in what we do, um, but I think more importantly. Um, we operate from a position of integrity with all of our clients. Uh, and that's first and foremost. We, we won't do anything that we believe is, is, is not in the client's best interest. And, and so what we try to do at the onset of every engagement, every relationship, is, is make sure that we understand who our client is and we help our clients understand who we are. Uh, because in the final analysis, unless there is, is trust between us, the kinds of things that we advise our clients to do um, sometimes can be life-changing. And if there's no trust involved there, it's very difficult to, to give advice that is helpful and useful uh, that's going to uh, uh, propel the, the client to, to a different level or take care of an issue that they've had. So, um, and I think specifically about family businesses, we do a lot of work with family businesses. And if you own a family business, you know what I mean when I say it's very difficult. Uh, there's all <laughs> kinds of forces at work. So uh, in, in that sense, you know, having a trusted advisor for the entire family is something that's really critical. And I, that is the way we operate. And that's what people should hit, take away from, from Clearwater Business Advisors. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So how can our listeners learn more about your company? Well, um, they can go to our website and they can read about us. But I think more importantly, you can find me on the website and there's a phone number there and an email. Uh, and uh, I, I talk to people all the time who saw the website or they heard something. And so we'll just spend some time on the phone if that's what people you know want. Uh, that's kind of the kickoff of the relationship is let's talk to these people and see what they have to say. And, and so we take it from there. It's about the personal relationship and, and um, you know, you've got to be able to talk to people to do that. Right. Right. So I, I'm going to put you on the spot here because there, there have been moments uh, if, if you've listened to the show where 
I ask business owners their phone number or their web address, and there's this long pause. It's just scrambling to find it because they don't know. And I'm, by the way, one of them because I have, if you ask me outside of my office what my phone number is, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. 239, I got that part. Do <laughs> um, you want to share a website? Sure. Let me, let me give the website. So it's uh, Advisors, and that's one word. And advisors has an E-R-S at the end. No, no O-R-S. It's E-R-S. Clearwaterbusinessadvisors.com. And, and my phone number, well, you can find it on the, on the uh, website, is 203-671-4958. And yes, that's a Connecticut 203 area code. I am a refugee from... Uh, uh, the uh, wars in the tri-state area of Manhattan yeah. uh, and loving it down here in Southwest Florida. Yeah. Good for you. How many years have you been down here? Uh, about two and a half. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good for you. We're, we're year five now. So loving every, loving every moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, Robert, thank you for being a part of the good neighbor podcast and your time. And uh, we certainly wish you the best going forward. Thank you very much, uh, Charlie, and I appreciate uh, being on your show today. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.